You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. We've been talking like the last day or so, and it's a concern about community storm shelters and their availability and accessibility during storm season and during COVID. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, I heard somebody bring it up one day and I haven't been able to stop really thinking about it since then was they said our our community storm shelters aren't even open and with the threat of this weather you know we don't really have anywhere to go and in Oklahoma that's a real concern all the time I mean it, it yeah we have storm season but it's not surprising to have a tornado drop down in the middle of damn winter I mean, all it takes is a little bit of a heat wave, and, I mean, Oklahoma weather, it can happen. So, I mean, we've seen weird times where, where severe weather hits, and, you know, it's just, it, if you don't have, we've seen what can happen if you don't have shelters. And, and we spent, oh, well, we spent a lot of money making sure that these schools have shelters. And making sure that, you know, the community had shelters and all this stuff. And now we're at a point where we can't have mixed company. So, you know what I mean? It's like even that next door neighbor whose shelter you usually use whenever, you know, storms come and you may not be able to go in that one because you'll have to be you'll have to be breaking quarantine by doing that, you know? Or or are we going to end up with a situation where they do open the shelters and, you know, something happens and it does end up saving a bunch of lives, but then you end up with a mass outbreak because of it. I mean, I don't know. For me, <laughs> I think that a lot of people are just going to have to do it old school and have a plan. And know where you're going to go in your house. And yeah, if you're that, ever in doubt. Middle room. Yeah. And if you're ever in doubt, follow your pets. Like I know exactly where the dead center of my house is because my dog hides there every time there's a storm. Mm. So I know exactly that's where I'm going. Yeah. The pets are going to get you. They, they they know you just like the rats jumping off a sinking ship and all that. Pets know. Yes, indeed. And so it's, but you know that. But that's the thing too is that I wouldn't feel comfortable going to either of my neighbors, any of my neighbors. It's like I said, they're older. Why would I do that? I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and like. There's a lot of neighborhoods in Anadarko that don't have shelters anyway. So, I mean, there's still a lot of people who don't have access to shelters. You know, they just, you're just kind of at that point where you just got to, you just got to buckle down and just, you know, hope it's not that bad because we know that the worst ones, if you're not in a shelter, it's going to take everything out that it, that it hits, you know, and, and I don't know. It's, it's tough. And it's very dangerous. And that's one thing I believe that we can unite 
truly unite behind here in Oklahoma is the severity of our weather and the need to take those precautions, the need to make sure that your youngsters have a plan that they understand. Yeah. Especially during this time. You know, there are so many different factors that are playing into this. And I really wonder how these tribal shelters are handling these things. Mm-hmm. Because you think yeah. about uh, where where are the where are those community shelters in Anadarko? Um, the courthouse was one. Yeah, the schools. Um, yeah, the, uh, the new no... uh, weight room thing at the stadium, but I think that's only for a select few. <laughs> well, I think that you know there. None of them are going to be, uh, I think, available to the public right now. So yeah. I think that's just kind of where we're at. You know, we're just. And and again, the question is, do we even want those facilities to open? Because you know that the people who go to the community storm shelters like that, it, it's because they have to. And you don't want to have a whole large number of families like we see all the time in Anadarko gathering these shelters. So d- is is that more of a public health risk? And I think so. Yeah, it could be. I mean, we're, we don't even know what the hell we're doing right now. You know, we're just, we're just kind of playing it by ear. It's like Dangerous. we don't have guidance. Well, I mean, look at our fearless leaders. From the state level to, well, national level, state level, and even down to, you know, a lot of the tribal level. We have some incompetence in leadership. And I think it's really, it's showing right now. You know, we said it early on in this process that the real leaders are going to, are going to show, you know, they're going to show who they are. The ones who are really here to lead the people. Um, they're going to show that they, they have leadership abilities, but, um, the ones who don't, that's going to show too. So. Did uh, you see Mike Pence during the Mayo clinic? With no mask. Oh, with, no, with no mask on? With no mask. And then went on and justified it. Well, I get regularly tested for, for corona. It's like, how many tests have you had? And how come you're not sharing these tests? Like, you just have an unlimited supply of COVID tests? Is that what I'm hearing? Like y'all get yeah. all the COVID tests that y'all want and everybody else has to suffer and wait in line and be horribly under tested. Texas is testing at less than 1% of their population. And they're one of the first states that are opening. That's crazy. There are epidemiologists who are shouting from the rooftops. This is a really bad idea, and we are going to see a resurgence in the fall. 
That's almost like a done deal now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what what's the possibility? Because everybody's going to be opening back up. I mean, quickly. What's the possibility that we see them try to rush these football seasons and, you know, these athletic seasons in and we end up having a really, like a really mass outbreak. I mean, at an OU game, the amount of people you come in contact with. Oh, I've already thought about it in great detail. Not good. It's not. And how do you encourage that? I'm having a real issue with it. How do you encourage that? Because for me, even with tickets, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't do that right now. If If you're one of the people who believe that it's a hoax or that it's overblown and it's really not as bad as what it is and all this kind of stuff, if you believe all that stuff, then I guess you're just you're you're just going right along with the program as far as what everybody else is saying. I think it's just some kind of craziness. And and yeah. what kind of guarantees? You know, it's not like it's not like you're gonna say, okay, well. Here's your seat. Here's your, here's the money for the season tickets. Now, if something happens with Corona, oh yeah, 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 we'll take care of you or whatever. Well, you don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't even you can't even go into these go in and buy season tickets on good faith. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking about any any season ticket for anything in the fall. Yeah, any kind of tickets. I mean, any kind of tickets. You're seeing people who who can't get their money back. On cruises. While the cruise ship industry is getting bailed out. Yeah. Which aren't even American companies. Crazy. It's just like a trifecta of bullshit that's crushing us and lending its lending all of this wealth and power to the corporatocracy as is intended yeah because that's that's Donald Trump's people and Mike Pence is so incredibly disingenuous with his face and those squinty eyes and old cotton head that voice just deceptively Righteous. Just, <laughs> I think that man is the devil. Righteous. I think that man is the devil. Oh yeah. They, they want to know who, which one of the politicians is the Antichrist. It's actually Mike Pence. That's who. It I is. can see that. Yeah, he's got Damien eyes. Yeah, I can see that. Like eyes of death row. The, the eyes, eyes of, of some of the jailbirds. <laughs> in Southwest Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I remember you, you would see some scary ass eyes in jailbirds. 
I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that the, isn't that what it is though? You, you see those eyes and you automatically know, like, like this is a troubled person. Yeah. I think, I think you can see a lot in people's eyes. There's a reason why a lot of people wear uh, sunglasses. So you can't see their eyes. Your eyes will tell you what kind of what kind of uh, substances they've been on. Tell you a lot. That is true for sure. To, <laughs> yeah, make sure that you are continuing to pay attention because we're going to have to vote here in the fall. And don't think that this is an all leading up to that. I have a feeling this has all been leading up to that and trying to continue to suppress our votes and to continue to strip us of, of that right to vote. So make sure that you stay vigilant, vigilant, (laughs) stay vigilant, stay, (laughs) stay diligent, stay vigilant. (laughs) I was trying to be all philosophical. That's what I get. Ain't huh? Sometimes you wake up merds. <laughs> hey, it's a beautiful day. And <laughs> I just went somewhere else. So thank you so much. <laughs> beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. For real. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are the damn indents at Talk Jive Radio.